And uh, last week we talked about forgiveness, didn't we, saints? Amen. That's another thing. A little child, they get in a fight. <laughs> and then what, what they doing in, when they go outside to play? They out there playing together again. They didn't forgave each other. They ain't holding it. I'm going to hold that against you for the rest of your life. No. You ain't getting in heaven like that. You got to let it go. Amen. So we talked about that forgiveness last week, saints of God. And then Jesus, you know, he showed it off so well. He said, his, his disciples said, Jesus, you got to teach us how to pray. He said, okay. He began to teach him how to pray. Our Father who art in heaven. But then he said this to him. He said, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. See, it's twofold. So we ask God, Lord, you got to forgive us of our trespasses. But then we got to forgive the ones who trespass against us. Then he'll forgive you. Amen. <laughs> we have to forgive, saints of God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. If we want God to forgive us, then we have to forgive. Amen. And none of us are perfect. If we're perfect now, you don't have to forgive because you don't need God to forgive you. But if you are not perfect, then you have to forgive. Amen. Well, and then we have this awesome moment by our example. Who's our example? Jesus, right? And what was he was being crucified. They was killing him. And he said, forgive them, Father, for, for they just don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Let him go, Lord. <laughs> don't kill them all. Just forgive them. Amen. That's our greatest example right there, saints. We got to forgive. You know, when you, and when you don't, you put yourself ahead of Jesus. You're saying, oh, Jesus did it, but I don't have to do it. <laughs> and that's a no-no. Amen. You don't want to do that. Amen. You want to be forgiven. Huh? Just be like these little children. Sister Zelda read the powerful scripture. Unless we don't, unless we don't get like these little kids, they don't care about nothing. School. They just having a good time. Amen. We got to be like that, saints of God. We come in here. We just want to have a good time in the Lord. Amen. You all hear me on Zoom. We want to have a good time, saints of God, in the Lord. Amen. <laughs> We getting like these little kids. We don't have time to be holding stuff and all of that. Huh? Let it go. Amen. Give it to the Lord. He said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen. And, you know, that forgiveness, is, it's not for the other person. You know, you're never going to forget and all of those things. But it's for you. See, when you harbor all that stuff, you walk, it's eating you up. They went on with their life. Amen. Many times they don't even know they did something. And you carrying it around, let it go. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So let's continue in our series. We, were on, we, we got a series going, answering the question, is God real? Amen. Is that the series, saints of God? And we know God is his word, and the word is God. Right. We started out with that scripture in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Amen. So the question is, is there such thing as God? That's the question. Is there a such thing as God? And the answer is, it depends on if you believe his word or not. <laughs> if you don't believe the word of God, which he is his word, he's not real to you. Amen. The Bible is his word. This, this, all this in here is his word. Amen. They call it a will or a testament. This is the will and testament. Amen. We can be in the will or we don't have to be in the will. Based on if we receive this word or not. Amen. If you don't receive the word, you don't believe God is real, you are not in the will. This does not apply to you. Amen. <laughs> Let me give you an earthly illustration of a heavenly truth. So I have a certain family member in my family who just disowned the whole family. He said, I disowned y'all. I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want nothing to do with y'all. And he has a right to do that. He could choose whatever he want to choose. You can't force anyone to be a part of your family. 
Say amen to that. You can't force them. Huh? As much as you would like it to be, oh, I would love it if we could just be like we like them. We used to be like them. Amen. Then all of a sudden, oh no, I'm just disowning. What is that? The devil is such a liar, isn't he? Liar. I gotta look down. Liar. <laughs> can't stand him. But anyway, so you know, he disowned it. Us. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but he has a will and a right to do that. So if it's a will left for the family, guess what? Now I'm talking about a will, like this word, a will and testament. Okay? So if someone left a will in the family, he wouldn't be part of that will by his own admission. <laughs> his confession, what came out of his mouth. I don't want to be part of none of y'all. He's not part of the will left in that family, right? And that's an earthly illustration of a heavenly truth. It's the same concept in heaven. Your confession will guide your destination. <laughs> Remember, you can have what you say. Huh? Words are powerful and have life. Amen. But what does the Bible say? What does, what does our will and testament say? The Bible says every knee will bend and every tongue will confess. Is that what it says? We're going to look at that scripture today. Because the Bible says every knee will bend and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. <laughs> huh? If you haven't confessed yet that Jesus Christ is Lord, you don't believe it. Amen. At some point you will. Amen. Because every means every. All. Everybody's going to confess that. That's what it says in the scripture. You will make that confession one way or another. Amen. I'm telling you that right now. Because God can't lie. His word is bond. Say that, saints of God. You know how some people, they, they telling you the truth. They say, my word is bond. When I tell you I'm going to do something, that's exactly what I'm going to do. God's word is bond. Amen. If he said every knee is going to bend and every tongue is going to confess, you better believe that's going to happen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We believe God's word, don't we? Let's look at that passage. Turn in your Bibles, if you can, quickly to Philippians chapter 2. And we want to start with verse 1. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. This is, a, this is a God's will and testament to us. And if we receive it, we are in it. We are in this will. Just like an earthly will. If, if uh, your parents, you know, did a will and they, they say, hey, I'm going to leave you this, I'm going to leave you that, I'm going to leave you this, I'm going to do this for you, I'm going to do that. All those things go in force. When do they go in force? Anyway, when do wills go in force? When? When the person dies, right? When they die, the will is in force. When Jesus died, look, look what happened. This went in force. Amen. Soon as he died, the will went in force. Amen. Oh, Lord have mercy. That's why we say thank you, Jesus, all the time. What's the dialect of a believer? Thank you, Jesus. Believers gonna say thank you, Jesus, all day. Amen. Because <laughs> we in this will. And we see, see, the problem with unbelievers, people who don't believe God is real, they never read the will. Huh? If they read the will, they would quickly say, I want to be part of that. All your needs are met according to my riches and glory, but not yours. What you got have don't have nothing to do with your needs getting met. You think they do, but it doesn't. Your needs are met when you're in this will according to his riches and glory, and he owns everything. Oh, Lord. Ain't no shortage in heaven. Say amen to that. There's no shortage in heaven, saints of God. I love living the heavenly principles in the heavenly financial system because it don't make no sense. How you keep giving away all this money and it just keep multiplying and multiplying because that's a heavenly principle. Give and it shall be given unto you. Press down and shaking together. I'm in the wheel. <laughs> it has to happen. Oh, Lord, y'all don't believe it. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Are right, y'all in Philippians chapter 2? Let's look at verse 1. It said, if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, 
if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, verse 2 says, Fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. See, this scripture is encouraging all of us who's in Christ to think alike. That's why we all, think, we all say the same thing. We're like-minded. We're on one accord. Amen. We're, we're united in the spirit. Say amen to that, saints. That's the beauty of being in Christ. In him, we are all on one accord. You know, in, in the world, they say, what the, what's the saying? Great minds think alike. In Christ, we say, God minds think alike. Huh? All godly minds think. Thank you, Jesus. That's how we think. The mind that's in Christ is in us. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That's what the scripture is telling us. Be like-minded. Be ye like-minded on one accord, thinking the same thought. Amen. Look at verse 3. It says, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Oh, we got a problem with that. What, I got to put somebody before me? I'm the numero uno. <laughs> Amen. But if you want to be the apple of God's eye, I'm going to repeat this, because I want to be the apple of God's eye. And he told me what I had to do to be that. Amen. I said, I want to be number one, Lord. I want to be first. I want to be the. He said, okay, you want to, you, that what you really want? I said, yes. He said, then you got to put yourself last of everybody and you got to serve everybody. Last of all and serving of all. That's how you first with God. So oh, we can't get with that prince. Oh, Lord, he walk away sad when he tell you some stuff like that. I got to be last behind everybody. Yes. Huh? So you, when you see me behind, I'm just pushing. I'm trying to push you to get you where you got to go. But see, it's another principle. It says the, the last shall be and the first shall be. So you got to get with that. Amen. It's, it's the truth. Huh? He tells us this. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. It's to help you humble yourself so you won't be selfish. Amen. You know what that Greek word is for the word strife? It says don't do it in strife. The, that, the Greek word for that is, I wrote it down here, it's selfishness. <laughs> That's the Greek word for that word strife. Huh? So you don't want to be selfish. It, selfishness is like a, a rivalry and pride which prompts people to push for their own way of doing things. Huh? It says strife and vainglory will cause divisions in a church. That's what happens when we get strife and vainglory in the church. Now we start to divide. But the scripture right before says, let us all be on one accord. So he's trying to help us. And then he, now he's showing us how to stay there. Amen. It's the scripture saying, stop being stubborn, demanding your own way. Oh, we got to do it this way. I want to do it this way. Think of the needs of others first. You want to be the apple of God's eye? Then you got to think of the needs of others first. Huh? Lowliness of mind is the mind of Christ. He wasn't thinking of his needs when he came here to die for us. Huh? He wasn't down here building no reputation. Oh, I want to be the greatest minister of them all. I got, I'm going to do this. No, he came here for a specific person. I'm going to be last of all and I'm going to die for all of them. <laughs> that's what he came here to do and he stayed on that and if anybody tried to get in the way of him doing that he rebuked them y'all remember he was telling Peter the plan look this is what's going to happen Peter Peter was his boy Peter look I'm going to die and then I'm going to be raised and then they're going to they gonna scourge me they're going to beat me Peter would say ain't none of that going to happen Peter said no way he said, get behind me, Satan. I must be about the business of my father's kingdom. He wouldn't let nothing stop him from doing what he had to do for us. Amen. Oh, we love that. I know I do. Thank you, Jesus. That's why our dialect is thank you, Jesus. We forever got to, somebody died for you. Think about it. You, they got the gun. They're about to shoot at you. And somebody jumped in front and took that bullet. 
Wouldn't you be thankful forever? Every day you wake up, thank you, Jesus. I wouldn't even be, thank you, Lord. That's why we say that so much. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Where my scriptures at? Where my scriptures? I'm on verse four, right? Oh, okay. Okay, good, 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 good. I hadn't said it yet. All right, I'm going to say it now. It says, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Here we go again. Out of the mouth of two or three. Now he's saying the same thing in another way. It's just more confirmation, right? Let me say something. This is why I love God's word. Because you know what it does? You know, when you're looking for confirmation, is God real? And you're looking for confirmation? Just keep reading the Bible. The Bible will confirm its own self. All of them, they don't want to court. Peter, Paul, James, Luke, uh, uh, go on and on. They all, they all saying the same thing. Amen. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, they all saying the same thing. Thanks to God. They're confirming each other. Amen. Look at verse 5. It says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. I told you that was the mind of Christ, right? Paul is saying, let the same mind that Christ had be in us. What's that? To care for others, to put others ahead of ourselves. Amen. I'm blessed to be a blessing. He blessed me so I could bless you. Amen. That's why he blessed. He blessed me so I could walk around and say, oh, I'm blessed. How you doing? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. No, I want to bless you. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 6, saints of God. It says, who being in the form of God, who was in the form of God? Jesus, right? It says, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. So, so here we go. Jesus was in heaven before he came to earth, right? And what was his name in heaven? <laughs> the word of God. Who is Jesus? The word of God. He's the living word of God. Amen. That's who he was in heaven. Remember, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. That's why it's not robbery. The scriptures say it wasn't robbery for him to be equal with God. Why? Because he is God. God is his word. His, the word is God. Amen. The scripture is just saying the same thing. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's why it wasn't robbery, because he was the word of God, and God and his word are one. Say amen to that. Look at verse 7. But made himself of no reputation. Now, he didn't think it was robbery to, to be equal with God, but he came out here, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of what, saints? A servant. And was made in the likeness of men. Here is God coming from heaven, take, a form, take, take upon himself the form of a servant, put himself behind everybody. Now, he's in glory, okay? And was made in the likeness of men. <laughs> My God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Look at verse 8. And being found in fashion as a man, he did what? He humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Now, that's powerful. See, in order for God to exalt you, saints of God, we got to humble ourselves. Sister Zelda read the scripture. We didn't rehearse it. That was the Holy Ghost. She said, you got to, unless you humble yourself like them little children, huh? they just running around, they ain't got a worry in the world. We, we think, oh, I got to do this, I got to do that. This guy, they just running. We got to humble ourselves like them little children. Amen. Because <laughs> when you get in this wheel, that's how you get. See, when you get in this wheel right here, you be humble like them little children. I ain't got, my, my daddy got all the power. My daddy own everything. I ain't worried about what I'm going to eat tomorrow. I ain't worried about nothing. Amen. Well, my daddy promised me he was going to take care of me. And then, you know what he said? He, we need daddies to say this right here to us. I will never leave you. Come on. Nor forsake you. Never. I won't ever do that to you. Amen. Oh, my daddy is powerful. Amen. And I'm in the wheel. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He humbled himself, saints of God, even to the death of the cross. Do you all know how, how, how brutal that was, saints? <laughs> the death of the cross was the cruelest, most excruciating, most degrading form of death 
ever devised. The Jews hated that manner of execution. When they would crucify you, oh, they hated that. Amen. But Jesus became obedient to that. The death of the cross. Last of all and servant of all. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Look at verse 9. Wherefore, God also hath, what saints? <laughs> Highly exalted him. Amen. See, see, if you exalt yourself, then God will humble you. Listen to this revelation. But if you humble yourself, God will exalt you. See, he was so humble. He humbled. He, he took the crucifixion. That's as humble as you can get. And then it says right after that, wherefore God also have highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Ain't no other name greater than that one, saints of God. And he's the humblest person on the earth in the, in the scriptures. But there's no name, other name greater. How is that? How can you be the humblest person and be exalted to such a level there's nothing greater? Amen is above what? Every name. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. You all got to see that, saints of God. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 10. That at that name of Jesus, here's the punchline. Every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. That's going to happen. It says every knee will bow to Jesus. If you're in heaven, you bow into Jesus. If you're on earth, you bow into Jesus. And the devil, whom is a liar, is bowing to Jesus. It said under the, wherever you are. <laughs> in hell, they bow into Jesus. Amen. That's why we can put our foot on them. See, when you're in the wheel, you got your foot on them devils. Huh? They subject to you. Oh, y'all better hear me. Y'all want me to say that again? Them devils are subject to you. Huh? You can tell them, shut up, devil. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> my father has cattle on a thousand hills. All my knees I met. I don't care what you say, liar. So you can talk to him like that. Get back under my foot. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. It says, every knee will bow to Jesus. Things on earth, in heaven, and under the earth. Look at verse 10. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God forever. He said, not only are you going to bow, but you're going to say it out your mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Everybody. <laughs> so, so if you have never done that, again, I'm going to offer that later, but I'm offering it right now. If you've never done that, you're going to do it. Huh? But be willing when you do it. Huh? Be willing. Be on the Lord's side when you do it. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 12. It says, Wherefore, my beloved, beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Paul is saying, he's, you know what he's telling? He's saying, look, y'all got to, don't just act right when y'all see me. You know, a lot of people do that when they come to church, they act really holy. And then as soon as they leave, they some terrorists. Y'all know that's how it go. Paul was saying, don't, don't do that. You know, when I do, be, be yourself while I'm absent too. That's what he's telling them right here. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> Y'all know it should be that way, right? You're serving God, not man. Who you serving? Me? No, you're serving the Lord. He's omniscient. He's all-seeing. Yeah. Huh? Just because you come in here and you want to be at God holy and then you leave and you want to raise hell, God is looking at you. Right. He don't like that either. What he talking? He talking about them Pharisees. He said, Y'all hypocrites. Talking about y'all could do the law. Can't nobody do the law. That's why I'm here. They didn't get with. They couldn't get with that. Oh no! You got to do the law. You got to work your way in heaven. No, sir, can't do it. Sorry. And the Bible says for the people who think they can do it, it says if you break one law, what happened? You broke them all. You broke all of them. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. 
At the end of the day, you, can, you have to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, though, saints. Is that what it said? Yeah. Hallelujah. I can't work that out for you. And no one else can either. Amen. But let's clarify that word, work. Because, again, you cannot get to heaven on your own good works. <laughs> That's not what it's saying. Work it out. You're going to be so good for the rest of your life, you're going to get to heaven. Look, <laughs> no. Amen. Your salvation depends, depends on the fear of the Lord. Amen. Amen. And it's a healthy fear. Amen. The fear of the Lord is a Okay, let me explain the fear of the Lord. Because we see that. It says the, the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's another scripture that says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Amen. See, you get smart when you start fearing God. But that's not saying being afraid of him. That's saying when you start respecting who God is and you be in all of him. See, we're in all of him. Lord, what you going to do next? Lord, we can't believe the things you do. We're in all. We ain't never seen nothing like them. Amen. That's the fear of the Lord. But see, we're, we're, our message is, is God real? If God is not real to you, you don't know this word, you're not involved, then the fear of the Lord to you is to be afraid. You're afraid of him, huh? Because you, you think you have to be this good person and I got to do everything right for him to receive you. And that's not true, huh? He wants you to come just like you are, amen, and start trusting and believing him and he will do the work for you. He will change you. You can't change yourself. The devil is a liar. And when he tells people that, oh, I'm going to go in that church once I get myself together. They ain't never coming. You can't get yourself together. You got to submit yourself to the Lord and then he'll get you together. Amen. And the devil going to keep, well, you got to quit smoking before you go in there. You got to quit drinking. You got to quit. No, you don't. Just come. Amen. Just come to the Lord. He will work it out for you. He will. What's the scripture? It says all things work together for good. All that message you have, he going to work it together for your good. That's what he does. He can't lie. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Fear of the Lord is a healthy fear for us to send the will of God. Amen. And we are in his will. This is his will he left for us. Amen. We have a, 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 a an honest for him, a respect, a reverence for him. But if you don't know him, then you, you are afraid, and you really should be because it's a lot of things out here that's going on, and you just, you know, you're leaving yourself open for those things. Look at verse 13. For it is God which worketh in you. Uh-oh. Let me read that again. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. That scripture just confirmed what I just said. It's not about you. It's God that's working in you. Amen. And as soon as you realize that, you can take that pressure off of you doing whatever you think you should be doing, that great, that right thing, that righteous thing. No, it's him in you. Amen. And he's doing his good pleasure. Thank you, Lord. Everybody say thank you, Jesus. That's why another one of our things that we say, you know, when we do this marvelous, fantastic, great thing in the Lord. You know what we say, saints? Thank you, Jesus. And to God be the glory. Why do we say that? Because it's him in us doing his good pleasure. Amen. He just chose us to do it through. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So to God be the glory is one of our sayings, saints. Now, I just wanted to show you all that every knee will bend and every tongue will confess Christ, whether you want to or not. You know, that's what Paul just, was just told us, right? But we're going to get another witness on that. Because the Bible says out of the mouth of two, come on, or three witnesses, let every word be established. Let's get one more witness on this one, okay? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Turn in your Bibles to uh, Romans chapter 14. Where were we, at? we were in Philippians, right? The world got this saying, they, they want to get things from the horse's mouth. What does that mean? You know, when somebody say, hey, I, I heard you told me and you told me, but I got to get it from the horse's mouth. What do that mean? Huh? You want to get it from where it originated from. 
huh? I don't want to get it secondhand, thirdhand, fourthhand. I want to get it from the horse's mouth. All right, I'm going to give it to y'all from the horse's mouth. Y'all in Romans chapter 14? All right, let's look at verse 7 real quick. It says, for none of us liveth to himself, and no man dieth to himself. Here's some more confirmation. Paul just said it like this. He said, but, lo but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. He's saying here, we don't live to ourselves and we don't die to ourselves. See, Christian living is never oneself. Amen. It's about everybody else. Amen. <laughs> Amen. We are the body of Christ. It's about pleasing the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 8. For whether we live, we live on how? Here we go. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord's. That's why there's no losing in Christ. <laughs> Paul, how, here's another way he said it. He said to live is Christ and to die, come on, y'all, is what? Is gain. He said to live is Christ and to die is gain. Tell me where I lost in that situation. I'm living for Christ right now. And if I die, I'm gaining. I'm going to be right with him. Huh? <laughs> Forever. It's just no losing in him. Amen? Well, this scripture is saying a similar thing. Whether we live is to the Lord, and if we die, we still the Lord's. We belong to the Lord. Amen? <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. Look at verse 9. It says, for to, for to this end Christ both died and rose and revive that he might be Lord both of the dead and the living. See, Christ died so he can be in that position, saints of God. He died, rose, and was revived to be Lord over us that receive him. Say amen to that. Hmm? He said, if, if you all receive me, I'm Lord over you, and I'm going to do the work for you. I'm going to work inside of you. Huh? I'm going to fix you. You can't fix you. <laughs> amen. Look at verse 10. But why dost thou judge thy brother? Or why does thy set at not thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Amen. It says God is the judge. That's what it's really saying. Why are you judging your brother? We're going to all stand before God. Amen. And Jesus is the judge of all the earth. Amen. <laughs> so we will stand or fall based on whether we have accepted him or not. It's just that simple. That's how, that's how it's going to go, saints. That's, that, that's going to be the criteria. Look at verse 11. For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord. Who's about to speak? The Lord. The Lord. We're going to get it from the horse's mouth now, okay? The, the Lord said, it said, for it is written, as I live, saith the Lord. Is he alive? Is he real? That's another answer to one of them questions. Is God real? As I live, he's telling you, I'm alive, I'm real. He says, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. Who was speaking again? The Lord. Huh? We're getting it straight from the horse's mouth. Jesus cannot lie. He's telling us how it's going to go, saints. Every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess. Just like Paul said. He said it's written already. But I'm going to tell you right out of my mouth. <laughs> Lord have mercy. The Bible will confirm the Bible. Didn't I tell you that? If you don't believe it, just find it. You'll find it in several places. It'll confirm its own self. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 12. So then, every one of us shall give account of himself to God. See, this is an individual thing, saints. It has nothing to do with your mama or daddy. Hmm? We will have to give an account of ourselves. You know, I spoke to folks before, and this happens a lot, for real. So I'm talking to somebody about the Lord, and they say, oh, yeah, yeah, I know my mama's saved. My daddy's saved. What they got to do with you? They, like, that's going, so, so it's like an inheritance. My mom and daddy saved, so I'm saved. No, it don't work like that. Huh? It don't work. This an individual thing. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. It says, so then every one of us shall give account of himself, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> 
And you know what the account is going to be? It's going to be real easy. It said we're going to all give an account of ourselves, right? It's going to be, well, I did this and I did that and I did this and I did that. I'm going to show you all how, how, to, how to get this right. Huh? Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm standing before the Lord to judgment seat. Give an account. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you that, 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 I, that he saved me, that you sent him here. Thank you. I ain't saying nothing about, well, I preached this message and I laid hands on this person and they got healed. and I, I ain't saying none of that. Lord, all I'm going to do is keep pointing them at Jesus. And that's what you do. You hear me? Don't talk about that stuff you did. Huh? That don't mean nothing. Your, your righteousness is like a filthy rag to God. He want to look at Jesus. He want to look at perfection. Amen? Yeah. Just keep pointing them to Jesus. And, and then you say, I received him. I believed him. I, I, I invited him into my heart. You done with giving your account. That's it. Uh, that's the account you want. All that other stuff. Well, see, I remember I helped the old lady across the street. I did. That don't mean nothing. <laughs> oh, I hope y'all getting that in y'all spirit right there. That was worth the trip right there. Huh? Just get that right there in your spirit. Amen. I got to receive Christ. I got to receive. He going to do the work for me. I don't have to do the work. He promised in this will, in this word, I'm just going to start reading all these promises. And then I'm going to remind him of the promise. Lord, you said that this, this, here, here it is. I'm reading it. Church, won't he do it? Won't he do it? <laughs> Y'all better quit playing like he won't do it. He's going to do every one of them. Look at verse 13. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. See, and, and the Greek word for judge is translated to the word determine. See, we don't want to determine what's going to happen to someone when we had prayed for them. See, because sometimes we know somebody's really messing up, and, and we'll say, oh, they messing up. And, blah, and then we'll put a stumbling block to help them to, to keep messing up. Amen? You all know them kind of, kind of folks. They see you messing up, and they really, you know, they'll talk about you messing up, but they ain't going to try to help you either. They're going to put a stumbling block to keep you in that position so their words can be right. Amen? That's a sad thing, but it's for real. Thank you, Jesus. That's why he says, let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather, that I ain't trying to block them. Don't try to block them. Amen? See, if we judge or determine, then we, we, we can put up roadblocks, thanks to God, or stumbling blocks. Amen? That's not good. God judges righteously and to help us. Amen? Amen. And he has all the facts when he makes the determination. That's why he's the, he's the proper judge. Amen. See, God, if we say, well, God, well, let God be the judge because he's all-knowing. So you might judge somebody for failing this and that, but you don't have all the facts. You don't know that they had a bad life. And that their mother or father wasn't in their life. And then you're just judging them. You know, you're judging them on how you grew up. Amen? You can't do that. If anything, help them. Don't put a stumbling block in their way. Huh? Your words may be a stumbling block because you're talking about them, putting your mouth on them. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. So we got it from the horse's mouth, didn't we, saints? Jesus says, as I live, said the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. But here's the question. Here's a question I got for you all, because you all know I got questions, and I'll be asking God these questions, too. Here's the question. Will that bending of, of the knee and that confession save you? That's the question. Because they say every knee is going to bend and every, every, every tongue is going to confess. But it, will that save you, though? Huh? Let, let's look at what the Scripture says about confession. Amen. We're going to end it with this one. Turn in your Bibles to Romans chapter 10. It's a question on the table, right? Will that bending of the knee and that confession save you? Because he said everybody going to do it. Amen. So we know everyone is going to do that. Huh? Jesus said it out of his own mouth. Everybody's going to bow to me and everybody's going to confess that I'm Lord. Everybody's doing that one. But will that save you? <laughs> Let's look at Romans 10. I want to start with verse 8. Romans 10 and 8. It says, but what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. See, I'm preaching this word of faith right now. 
Amen. <laughs> and the scripture is saying the word is real near to you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. See, the word that is dear you and in your heart is the word of faith, which I'm preaching to you right now, saints of God. It's real near to you right now. Yeah. Amen. And it's in your heart right now. Yeah. Amen. Look at verse 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Yeah. Two things had to happen. Amen. It says you got to confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and then what else you got to do? And you really got to believe it. Amen? You got to confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe it in your heart that God raised him from the dead, and then thou shalt be saved. So salva salvation right now is real near to everybody. It's real. It's right here. It's near. It's in your mouth and in your heart. But I, I wanted you to notice that it was two parts. You have to say it, but it also has to be in your heart. Amen. Let me give you this revelation. Truth be told, if it's not in your heart, you won't say it with any kind of conviction. Huh? Because what, what's this another scripture that says? Out of the abundance of the heart, what happens? The mouth speaks. The mouth speaks what's in your heart. Amen. That's what comes out of whatever's. Look, please hear me. A person can talk to you for 15 minutes and they know what's in your heart. Believe me. 15 minutes, that's all it takes. They have a 15-minute conversation with you, they know exactly where your heart is. Amen. People don't know that. If you don't want nobody to know, you should just be quiet. Don't say nothing. As soon as you start talking, they know where you at. <laughs> oh, please hear me. Uh, you could can, you can meet somebody, they don't know nothing about you, and then you talk to them for 15 minutes, they say, oh, you're a believer, huh? They, it's going to come up. Because you're going to be talking like that. They're going to tell you something and you gonna, it's going to slip. Thank you, Jesus. Say, oh, that's a person's a believer. You know, it's going it's to it's, it's only take a few minutes to know where your heart is. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Look at verse 10. It says, for with the heart, what happens? <laughs> Man believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, what happens? Confession is made until salvation. But you first believe it in your heart, and then you say it. Amen? The heart is, is man's intellect, saints, his inclinations. And, and personal, it's, it's personal. It, it will be used, it's, it's what man uses to make decisions, his intellect. Amen? The heart and the mind is so close. And, and that's where the battle is. The battle is in the mind. Yeah. <laughs> Please believe me. Amen. The, the devil wants to control this. Because he knows it says, as a man thinks, come on. So is he. However <laughs> you think, that's how you are. You, 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 you're thinking and that's what you're doing all day long. Whatever direction you're thinking in. I think I'm going to do this. Then that's what you're going to do. Amen. The battle is in the mind, and it's connected to the heart, the intellect of man. Amen? Look at verse 11, saints. It says, for the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. See, when you believe it in your heart, and you learn all these things that God has done for you, you won't be ashamed to talk about him. Amen? Amen. He going to come up. See, you, you don't have one foot in him. And one foot out of them when you really believe it in your heart. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. You want everybody to know Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'm telling you the truth. We want everybody to know that Jesus Christ is Lord. It's just that simple. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. You really believe it. Look at verse 12. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich upon unto all that call upon him. We know God don't have respect to persons, right? So please don't compare him with the world. See, the world has respect to persons. Well, this person is richer and this person has money. This one don't, so I'm going to treat him like this. I'm going to treat him like that. Or this person is... Uh, 
uh, white and this person is black, so I'm going to treat them like this and I'm going to treat them like That's how the world does. That's not how in Christ. Amen. The kingdom of God don't operate like that. Amen. That's some manly nonsense. Huh? That's got, come from the pits of hell. He always wants to divide us with anything he can use. Amen. And the Lord showed me this. People don't like when I say this, but the Lord showed it to me. You know, because we think this is a black and white thing or a short and tall or a fat and skinny or a dark skin or light skin. or that We got all these devices that the devil done created. But this is what the Lord said. He said, Rudy, don't get caught up in all that nonsense. With me, it's either good or it's evil. That's it. <laughs> That's how he, he looks at things. Is it good? Or, but we down here, we, we don't look at it like that. Amen. We got to put something on it. You know, if this happened and that happened, or this is, they got this advantage because they this way, and I got that advantage. It's just all kind of nonsense. God says, is it good or evil? That's how I judge it. <laughs> but, so when you get ready to do something now, I want you to put your stuff on the grid. When you get ready to do something, you judge it like that. Okay, I'm going to get ready to do this. Don't look at nothing else. Is it good or is it evil? That's it. <laughs> and just then go forward off that. Oh, you'll be so far much further ahead. Amen. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. He don't care who you are. If you call upon him, he's going to be rich to you. Say amen to that. That's just the truth. He's not looking at all that other stuff the world looks at. Look at, look at verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, what's, what's, what's going to happen, saints? Shall be saved. Amen. And that seems so easy, don't it? I used to read that scripture and say, oh, but everybody's going to be saved. Because if we all going to call upon the name of the Lord, not so. You're going to call upon what's ever in your heart. Huh? If you used to, if you get in the super duper jam and you say, oh, I need money. Oh, I need this. Oh, this person can do it. You're going to call us in here. Amen. So get the Lord in there. So when, it, when, 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 it, when, it, when the trouble come, and it's coming, excuse me, and it's here, huh? then you can do this. Call upon the name of the Lord. Then that's going to save you. Amen. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whoo, many don't want to do that. I don't know why. I like this right here. The cover says what? I will, I will kneel. <laughs> I do it every day. Lord, I get in that prayer closet and get down. There. He's a king. Yeah. Your, your highness. What are we, what we doing today? Because I know it ain't me. What we going to do today? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. You got to be humble. Thank you for reading that, Sister Zelda. Sister Zelda read the scripture. Unless we humble ourselves like these little kids right here, huh? you ain't going to see heaven. Amen. They, they look, look at them. They ain't got no cares at all. They just playing. They can get mad at each other. And five minutes later, they playing again. We got to learn how to do that, saints. We get mad. We don't want to talk to each other no more, ever. Huh? I ain't talking to you no more. You hurt me. You, I'm mad at you. Amen. That's the truth. <laughs> we got to get like that. Let that crap go. Amen. <laughs> get like little children, saints of God. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. I say I don't know why people won't do that. But I do know why. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> give y'all this last thing. Because I, 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 you know, I just have to catch myself. I'd be saying, I don't know why people just won't call on the name of the Lord. Huh? I don't, I don't know. It just seems so easy. But the Lord showed me why. I'm going to repeat it again. You know why? Because he's not in their heart. If it's not in your heart, whatever in your heart is going to come out your mouth. Huh? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's what you talk about. What's in your heart? Amen. What you believe. 
<laughs> and we believe God is quite real. Amen. And we believe in his will. Huh? This is the will and testament. And how do I get in God's will? You got to receive Jesus. Oh, it ain't but one way. Don't listen to Oprah them. Okay? <laughs> Talking about all you can do. It's got to be more than one way. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Not according to these scriptures. Jesus said, I am the way. He bold too. Huh? You can talk all that foolishness you want. Jesus said, I am the way, I'm the truth, and the light. No man enters into the Father, comes to the Father, except by me. <laughs> Get that in your spirit. Huh? Don't listen to the world. Huh? The world's wisdom is foolishness to God. Amen. They're showing you how wise they are right now. Men marrying men and women marrying women. How stupid is that? Huh? huh? Okay, let's, let's take it somewhere. See if it'll work. We got to take it somewhere. I got to just get on this for a minute. So we take it to China. All the Chinese men marry men and women marry women. In 100 years, do we got any more Chinese? Maybe 150, 120. You exterminate your own self. You can't reproduce. But the world says, oh, no, y'all better not say nothing to them. That's, that's truth to the world. I, can, I mean, it's just so simple. You want to acknowledge, look, self-preservation. Everybody want to preserve their own self. That's so stupid, you can't even preserve yourself. Where did that come from? Who hates us? The devil, he don't want to see us anymore. I don't want to ever see another image that look like God. We was made in God's image. I don't want to ever see him. Let me give them something so stupid they can't even reproduce. And, and then let's make it a law. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word today. I'm not going to go on that tangent. It's just too stupid to even talk about. But I just see the world they're doing it every day and glorifying it and making flags and having parades, all that stupid stuff. Just stupid. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, thank you for your word. We know that this will and testament you left for us, Lord, and we have to receive Jesus as Christ. We got to believe it in our heart and confess it with our mouth. If there's anybody in here who has not done that, believe that Jesus Christ is Lord in their heart and then confessed it and invited him to live into, inside of them, please do it right now. Because when you do that, everything in here applies to you. It has to happen. Amen. So we thank God. We thank God for his word today. Is God real, saints? I'm going to ask y'all the question. Yes, very much. All day, every day. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we're going to stay on this series. Amen. God is real. And we appreciate him for everything he's doing in our lives today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Who we need to pray for, saints?